0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a Reforge episode with Forging the Employee Experience. I'm Alexander Norwin, joined here with Josh Drain. Josh, how are things going today? Things
1: are wonderful, and I'm super excited to talk about our conversation with Michael Beck.
0: We had a great conversation with Michael, some some tremendous insights. I mean, here's a guy who has been working with organizations and their leadership for so long. You know, you, you talk about a full career of going in and talking to people and helping them uh, helping them fix their leadership issues.
1: Yeah, and and it's really interesting too because we hear all these definitions of engagement. He gave us such a simple one that that I'm really excited to flesh out a little bit. He just said, engagement is commitment versus compliance.
0: Yeah, and 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 that idea that compliance, right? Obviously, is this concept that you know employees just doing what they have to to get by. Commitment—you know—they're throwing their whole heart and soul into it—and and that was a very concise, streamlined, and, and a, I think a wonderful way to put it. Because really, at the end of the day, if your employees are engaged, they're committed. They're in it. They're 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 in it for for the success of the company, for the good of the team. Uh, but when you get to that compliance piece,
1: it's it's interesting to think about because we toss around discretionary effort a lot in this industry, and we and we can look at their performance data. But like honestly, a compliant employee is not what you want on the team right and so it's cool that we can like track that now you know like beforehand you could observe it and be like okay he's not doing his work and and, like you can look at the data and see they're not doing anything but like right when you get a committed employee it
0: sticks it sticks yeah and I like what you said to you like we, we these days really uh there's really no excuse right to not understand how your workforce is doing right we have so many solutions out there that it's like we can know now which uh, how much of our organization is committed and how much are just uh, doing the bare minimum to not get fired,
1: yeah, and that kind of leads into another point that he made. he He really stressed the idea of hiring for talent, hiring the right people. Right. And I just want to clarify when he says, uh, we you just need to hire the right people and you don't have to do anything else." Mm-hmm. That presupposes that you have the right leaders on the team. Yeah. Like once you have the right leaders doing the right things, then essentially you just got to get the right employees.
0: Right. And and honestly, we, we, we talked a bit about um, about hiring. You know, so so again, if you have the right leadership, you can hire for talent. You know, I, I still think though that when you when you talk about hiring the right people, you can learn. Any technical skills are the easiest to learn. It's 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 who it, who that person is as an individual that you bring onto your team. Do they fit well with the team? Not all not all individuals are great fits for teams. I, I worked at a company where the, the company was fine, great company. I just wasn't a fit for the team because I just I, I was I was an anomaly. I, I just really didn't 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 drive with the team, and that's okay. Like that really is okay. Um, but I I really think one of the biggest one of the biggest elements when we when we talk about what does it look like to hire the right person is is making sure you're hiring a right fit for the team. Because then you can teach them whatever, right?
1: Right. And, and and there's so much more that's going into onboarding in today's world mm. beyond just the resume. Like the resume is an, a nice little look at your life and seeing that you have been successful. But man, like the the recruiters that they hire, the right. third party recruitment agencies that they work with
0: the web searches that happen.
1: Yeah. And, and the psychological evaluations (laughs) that IO psychologists will do with you. If you're working for like a major organization like, like we understand that talent is expensive and onboarding takes a lot of work, but like we're, we're really realizing as like companies across the
0: world that once you get the right person on your team and
1: they're committed, they're going to stay.
0: You know, I watched a YouTube video the other day of a young woman singing her resume To a a, a potential employer. And I thought to myself, talented, uh, probably wouldn't hire her. But uh, (laughs) I'm just jealous. I guess it depends on the industry, right? Because this is the voice, man. Yeah, right. That's it. Well, was she a good
1: singer? That's what I need to know.
0: Yeah, phenomenal. I was like, wow, you, I mean, you spend a lot more time putting the lyrics together than writing your resume <laughs> wow. So all of that is just to say we're in a new world of, 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 of hiring and, and, and it looks very different than it did you know 10 years ago.
1: right Another thing that he mentioned it's really interesting as you mentioned, he, he has been doing this for a very long time, decades and and he know, he's seen engagement he knows what it is. We started to talk about some generational stuff there and he just made a very bold claim. it was just engagement isn't generational.
0: I love that because it makes makes so much sense, right? I mean, you, you think about how if the vast majority, the majority of the uh, workforce isn't actively engaged, then it can't just be the millennials, right? It can't just be the, the younger generations. It's It's a systemic problem. So stop blaming us. <laughs> it's not our fault. We didn't do it. <laughs> we were just the only ones willing to complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else before us has been tougher than we are. <laughs> oh, so
1: great! But but you're right. It's easy to point the finger and say you guys are entitled and you're sloppy and you don't have work right. ethic. And right. and we're learning that that isn't the case. It's just a, a shift in values or a shift in what you believe in. Like like you have right. to have a, a cause. We talked about. Simon Sinek's golden circle. You, yeah. you need to start with the why. And if you got the why in place, like any generation is going to rally behind you.
0: And, and talking about those values and behaviors of an organization, it was interesting. His definition of uh, company culture I thought was really fascinating. He said, a, a company culture are the values and behaviors that an organization tolerates. I thought this was a really interesting way to put it, and, and I think very accurate, because really at the end of the day, an organization can say, we value X, or we uh, we like these behaviors, and they can say that all they want, but if they tolerate poor behavior, if they tolerate uh, values that are contrary to what they want them to be, then that is is really what the company culture is. That's what it becomes.
1: Yeah. I, I can't help but make a relation to like a parent raising a child. You, sure. you set guidelines and rules and expectations and that kid is going to do everything that they can to kind of bump up against those, and oh, test the borders and, oh, yeah. and see if you're really going to follow through with your consequences. And if mm-hmm. they find out that what you say is different than what you actually do, right. then those values
0: become null. Oh, Immediately. oh, that's the biggest. So, so, so we, we both have toddlers and it's and it's watching the look on their face when they know they're boundary pushing and they do it anyway, just to make sure that you are serious about about what you say. And it's the same things with adults. Adults are the exact same. We we have a tendency to boundary push. And uh, if an organization tolerates behavior that they don't like, then that behavior will become uh, an integral part of their culture or at least a part of their culture. And um can lead, can lead to some serious problems. So
1: yeah, so listeners, keep that in mind as you are continuing to push your values, mm-hmm. is, is that something that you are truly living? Right. and is that something that you're instilling in your employees, especially right. your your lower level managers? are they are they the ones that are kind of being the examples of these values and these behaviors? Because if you are tolerating even a little bit beyond, th- that can lead to some complications in the culture you're trying to build. All right, that is wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to this Reforged episode. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next. See you next time.